Hey guys, we're back. We're hooray! Yay! Okay, so we've been gone a little while, and that's my fault. That's entirely my fault. Uh, I've moved about three counties over, and I'll get into that into a, in just a second. Um, with me tonight is Alex. Hello. Hello. How you doing tonight? I'm doing good. Good, good, good. Uh, it's been a while, ain't it? It has been quite a while. Uh, I'm sorry, but um, the fiancé and I just bought a new place, and it's a uh, lakefront property, so it's really beautiful out here, but finding steady and reliable internet has been a pain in the butt. There's no cable, there's no DSL, you know, for probably another six months or so. I do see the trucks out here, but uh, they don't even know when it's going to be available. So we've had to go with a locally owned WiMAX uh, provider, which it's doing pretty good. Am I coming in okay? Any problems? This is the big test here doing the show. <laughs> I hear you just fine. Excellent, excellent. They, they've kind of cut me a break here. Um, they've upped my uh, upload speed because uh, I told them I, I work from home and then I do this show. And they don't really have uh, anyone on the closest tower here that we're on that uh, really uploads anything. So they, they've got the bandwidth to spare in, in, when it comes to uploading. So it kind of worked out for me. <laughs> You're the only one on the grid that needs the internet. Yes, yes, yes. Even uh, the guys who um, own the business uh, said that really the only people that are on this tower that we're on are businesses and slightly elder folks that don't really use much of the internet past, you know, 8, 9 o'clock at night. They're even being a little bit lenient on uh, things like data caps if it's, if it's real late at night. So I, I think I've lucked out, and I'm, I'm liking the service so far. I haven't had any issues. Really tickled to have my own place. Really tickled to be doing Oto again. I'm glad to be back. Glad to have you back here, Alex. Tonight's episode should be pretty darn good. A excellent selection of tracks here. Tonight's topic is one you picked out, and I was all for, and that is uh, Vocaloids. Some of you may know what that is. Others may not. Um... Alex, why don't you give us a little bit of information about just what a Vocaloid is? Well, Vocaloid was a it's a synth singing synthesizer application with a humanoid persona. Is that it was developed to simulate human singing, and that you you put in the lyrics and what notes they're gonna hit and the pitch, and they sing the song. Different characters you can pick for that voice. And they all sound completely different. If, you, if you're wanting a soprano, they've got that. If you're wanting something cutesy-dootsy, they got that. If you're wanting male voices, or they even have um, voices in English, Spanish, Chinese, and Korean now. So, uh, you know, you can get just about anything you want. But uh, every song that you're going to be hearing tonight is, um, well, except for one, and I'll get to that in a minute, completely computer-generated. And that's quite impressive. The technology is is really advanced. It's kind of hit a bit of a trend here in the past few years uh, with its uh, spokes character, uh, Hatsune Miku, which uh, we'll be playing here in our first block. But uh, she's not the only character out there. There's a whole world that they've crafted for, for these personas. They had live shows using holograms with these personas, which yes. in itself was a revolutionary technology that they actually um, used it at, oh, what is that show, that, that, that music show where they had Tupac playing. Yeah, I was just about to mention, isn't it the, the same technology that they used uh, for the Tupac concert not too long ago? It is the exact same. It's really impressive. If you remember the previous election, they kind of played with holograms, and it looks very similar to that, but an entire concert. A lot of hard work has gone into programming these and into generating the holograms, and you can go on YouTube and find music videos devoted to these characters with these songs, uh, numerous upon numerous compilation albums. The thing about Vocaloid is if you have the software you're good to go. You you make the music and you control the vocalist. And how many musicians out there have wished they could say that? You know, <laughs> it's great for people that love writing music but don't have a singing voice. It it's a built-in singer. Exactly, exactly. Like I said in the, here in the the first block, uh, we've got uh, two Hatsune Miku songs. First one being uh, "The World Is Mine" or "World Is Mine." Sorry, 
that is a pretty iconic song for that character, uh, is it not? Yeah, it is initial song when they launched Hatsune Miku, and it's basically the go-to song whenever showing off Vocaloid. Uh, it and the following song, I think, have uh, been in every single uh, concert that she's done. Is that correct? Just about, yeah. Quite easy to find on YouTube. In numerous different remixes as well. Uh, World Is Mine is um, not only one of the earliest tracks, it's uh, also one of the most popular. In addition to our second track, which is uh, Popey Pop, which is just extremely friggin' catchy. And you have a habit of bringing me the most catchiest dang songs, man. And this is no exception. The whole song is an ad for vegetable juice. I was reading about that. That is bizarre. (laughs) Uh, It's what they refer to as a denpa song or a nonsensical song. And you you see that, I see that a lot um, in Visual K with bands like Suio Mono, Guru Guru Egakan, um, whose vocalist Amano just recently passed. There's a lot of songs out there that kind of fit that pseudo-genre. It's not even a genre, it's just any band out there who wants to get a bit silly usually puts out a Dempa song. And this this would be Hatsune Miku's. (laughs) And it's a fun, fun song, though. Yeah, I find myself... um, humming it here the the past few days since you, you mm-hmm. sent me the your selections <laughs> extremely catchy and you were telling me it's um your your daughter's favorite song at the moment right oh at the moment yes i showed it to her because i'm like this song has something i'm sure kids would love and i played it for her and she loves it and she's always telling me to put it on youtube <laughs> well it, it's a good one to have if, if you're a little girl so we're going to get right into it. This is uh, Hatsune Miku's uh, World is Mine, followed by uh, Hatsune Miku singing Popey Pop. We'll be back in a little bit. <laughs> Don't know me. 
Miku's World is Mine and Pulpy Pulp. Oh, I can't get Pulpy Pulp out of my head. I can't. I've tried. It's catchy. <laughs> to, for it to be just about vegetable juice, uh, of all the things, and <laughs> I think towards the end of the song, she's trying to debate, you know, which which flavor she likes best, and she decides it's the green one. Okay, it's just it's going to be the green one. The green one is the most delicious. But but they're all good. Go go try them. <laughs> all right, uh, this uh, next batch that we've got coming up is uh, my selections for tonight. I've picked out three songs um, in the uh, visual K genre, and that is my my forte, as we all know. So I've picked out uh, a band called uh, Levitique Chocolate. They formed in early 2012. They're an actual band. It's not just a programmer sitting in his room and then applying a Vocaloid voice. This it has a vocalist, two guitarists, a bassist, a drummer, and the DJ, which does the uh, work of providing their backing vocals, which is a Vocaloid. And uh, among so it's a group of six guys and then a computer. Interesting. <laughs> and oddly enough, the least thing I like about this track is the Vocaloid. I think they need to to work on on how they might even want to change the voice up. It it, it might be just a little too cute for for the vibe that they're going for. But I I will say that it is it does grow on you after a few listens. Enough so that I'm actually really looking forward to their new maxi single which is uh coming out this December. Another a downside of this is when you're dealing with a vocaloid, it's not just where you especially in a situation like this with a full-fledged band. Uh, it's not just getting the guys together and recording a few tracks, you know, get it to the studio, you know, and do all that. No, you, you have to 
sync up the, this program with it to go along with what everybody else is doing. So their production time is considerably longer than the average uh, Vocaloid uh, producer. But uh, I am looking forward, like I said, uh, they have a single coming out uh, this December. It's going to be a live-only distributed release. So if I can get my hands on it, I will, and I'll definitely play it in a future episode. Let's see, after that, uh, we've got two bands that are connected pretty strongly to the J-pop musician Gakuto. Uh, who was in the uh, prolific Visual K band, uh, Maris Mizu. One of the most influential Visual K bands of the 90s, uh, still beloved to this day. Uh, Gakuto was their longest um, running vocalist from, uh, I believe, 1993 to when they disbanded. No, not till they disbanded. Uh, they did. He did leave to start a solo career around 1998. And since then, he's just had huge success. Um, he's written books. He's acted in uh, television dramas and movies such as Moonchild. Outside of that, uh, his actual music career has skyrocketed. He has had a bit of uh, an issue in drama here recently, such as an illegitimate child. Uh, but don't all celebrities, you know? <laughs> Reason he um, is brought up here is he was at, his voice was actually made into a Vocaloid, and that is uh, Kamui Gakupo, and that is a play off of his name, which is Kamui Gakuto, and his uh, Vocaloid set is called uh, Gaktopoid, which is just a play on Vocaloid. The um, second track after the Levitique Chocolate is a project by a group known as. Um, SCL project, and they created this uh, Visual K Vocaloid band called uh, Vananaru Aisu, or just Vanilla Ice. Let's let's not you know mince words here. It's Vanilla Ice. <laughs> that group's comprised of uh, the Vocaloid Kaito, Len, and Gakupo, and all three of them sing on the, our second track here called Imitation Black, which uh, was their debut song. Uh, since then, um, the singer Gakuto has had a contest for Vocaloid composers to use the Gakupo software and create songs that they think um, Gak- Gakuto would like. The one that he liked the most, he would actually sing himself and release as a single. SCL Project came in second in that contest with their song Paranoid Doll. Now, what came in first was just a, a solo use of uh, Gakupo called, the song's called Episode Zero, which was originally released on a compilation called uh, Celebration Gakupoid V3 Song Collection. And they were the uh, winner of this contest, so that song was the winner of this contest, um, meaning that the uh, composer won uh, a million yen in addition to the song actually being covered by Gakuto. So quite an honor there. Now, the uh, song Episode Zero, this is probably my favorite of the three songs that were that I've picked out tonight. It really does sound like a song uh, Gakuto would release. It's uh, very similar to his uh, early uh, singles, such as Vanilla. He did have a, a single called Vanilla back in 1999-2000, somewhere in there. And episode zero really does seem to hit that nerve that uh, you could really see the the actual artist, you know, getting behind this track. So I, I really did want to play play the Vocaloid version of it, uh, even though I do prefer the Gakuto version better. So if you like this version, go out and check the man behind the Vocaloid uh, doing his rendition of it. It's worth a listen. So, again, that's uh, Levitique Chocolate, and the song is Toso Hono, and that was a live-distributed free release that they did uh, back in 2012. Following up that is uh, Vanilla Ice with uh, Kaito Len and Gakupo singing their song Imitation Black from their self-titled album, which was released in 2010. And the third song is Kamui Gakupo singing Episode Zero from Celebration Gakupoid V3 Song Collection, which was released in 2012. And when we get back, we'll be talking about the Kagamine twins Rin and Ren.
切だともし生まれ変われるならこの声の象徴のように歌声で人を救う enjoyed those tracks because I know Jowski didn't. I haven't had a chance yet to listen to him. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was talking to him during the break and he admitted <laughs> that he had not had a chance to, to listen to these tracks yet. So I'm going to make him sit down and listen to these before the night is out. I, you will hear them. Dang nabbit. <laughs> So in case you were wondering why it was just me nonsensically rambling for about 10 minutes there, that's why. So uh, <laughs> coming up uh, in our final block of the evening uh, is two songs from the Kakemine family. They are twins that were developed uh, by the creators of Vocaloid. Uh, it's uh, Rin and Len, or Ren, however you want to pronounce it. Uh, R's and L's are pretty interchangeable. They were released uh, together as a set, and they are siblings. They're twins, identical twins. Well, they're not siblings because there's so much character made after the fact with them. Like, sometimes they're depicted as lovers, sometimes they were depicted as siblings. So, Crypto Krypton, who made Vocaloid, they came out. They're neither siblings nor lovers. They're just mere images of each other with different genders. Ah, I see. But... How can they, you know, explain that with them having the same last names, though? <laughs> well, they're not real people, that's how. <laughs> oh, well, you're ruining all my sh dreams here, Jowski. <laughs> but they are actually my favorite Vocaloids, because they just, they seem nicer. <laughs> <laughs> they do seem like very level, imaginary people. <laughs> um, and uh, Lynn uh, was actually, uh, as I mentioned, a part of uh, Vanilla Ice, and you can actually hear him singing in uh, Imitation Black, which was our middle song in the previous block. But uh, upcoming in our final, uh, we've got um, a duet by the two of them called uh, Butterfly on Your Right Shoulder. I dare anyone out there to not bob their head while listening to this one. Yeah, that is a good song. Personally, it makes me want to do Para Para, and I don't particularly like Para Para. <laughs> For those that don't know, uh, Para Para is, if you're familiar with uh, the anime uh, Harui Suzumiya, or um, certain J-pop videos will have it where uh, it's a very simplified form of dancing, a lot of hand movements and gestures. Uh, that's what Para Para is, just uh, in a nutshell. But uh, it in and of itself is a huge genre with many, many fans out there. And it is a fun activity to do. I see it done many times at anime conventions. Quite a few people get up there and do it. So I, I've never really had the nerve, but <laughs> it does look fun. But uh, in general, it's not like I just sit at my computer and, and practice para para. That's not really my thing. And if you watch, like, the live performance of them, they're actually not quite doing para-para. They're just, they look like two kids performing a live show. She's kind of swaying, and Len is about the stage a bit more, but not quite dancing. <laughs> he does a couple hand gestures here and there, but that's about it. That's, I'd suppose that uh, doing full choreography would be a bit much for the technology, still. It's possible. I've seen it some. Yeah, um, Hatsune Miku, Miku um, does that from time to time. She'll do para-para in some of her stuff. 
Then uh, after Butterfly on your right shoulder is uh, one by uh, Rin Kagamine or Kagamine Rin uh, solo called uh, "I Like You, I Love You," and this song is so sweet. It is. It, it reminds me of being a kid again. Yeah, it's very childish, very fun. Kind of got a calm, wishful feeling about it. It's about uh, those moments where you have a crush on somebody, but you don't really have the gumption to to tell them. You know, towards the you know the last half of the song, she's stuttering, "I um, I um," and and trying to get the words out to tell this person that she likes them. And it's just really cute, and I find it very calming and kind of sway worthy. You know, it's it's like she's in her own little delusional bubble in her head about her her crush for this person. Yeah, it's one of my favorite songs of theirs. <laughs> and as we do like to end uh, Oto on kind of a, a dreamy tone, that this song uh, fits that uh, quota much more accurately than uh, any of the others we played tonight. So I wanted to to put that on last, and then we can have a nice little block here with uh, Ren and Lin. And and just let you leave on kind of a ah note. <laughs> a happy note. A happy note. Wishful thinking, if you will. <laughs> that pretty much sums it up for tonight, Jowski. Where can we find you? At geekjuicemedia.com. Alrighty, and I'm Mama Cass, and you can find me www.oto-show.com We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Oto Show. We're on Twitter at Oto Show Official. You can email me directly at mamacass at oto-show.com And if you're one of those weirdos like myself that cannot stand to not keep a track of everything they listen to at any given moment, we have a last.fm group. Just go to last.fm, search for Oto, you'll find us in the group section. Love to get some feedback from you guys, start using the group, recommend us songs, recommend us topics. We love the feedback. In the next few episodes, we're going to be uh, focusing on uh, video games, anime theme songs, some new releases, a lot of good stuff coming up in future episodes. So I hope you'll check back in with us. We are so glad to be back and hope to be bringing you more great tracks from the East every week. So, so join us, and we will see you next week. Night, guys. Good night.
牙のない心動けなくなる自分の気持ちさえ見えない目を背けてる手のひらに包まれている蝶のように飛びたくても飛べない Beyond production. Visit 1201beyond.com for more great shows.